Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Good morning, welcome to On The Pace with Michael Guerin here joining you for the next half an hour or so to talk harness racing around the state. And what's a very unusual harness racing week for us, obviously, with one of the most important days on the Australian calendar tomorrow, Anzac Day. Uh, therefore, we have a meeting at Yugara, which will be on tomorrow, which has a driver's invitational, and the usual Tuesday meeting, which would be at Menangle, actually goes today. And it's quite a big one. So we have... Um, some APG Gold Bullion Series races for the three and four-year-olds and also some Harness Racing New South Wales Foundation Heat for the trotters. Very important races as we grow the trotting breed. Robbie Morris is involved in both meetings. He's been driving today with his wife, Kiri Ann, and also tomorrow at Yugara. Good morning, Robbie. Nice to have your company, mate. Morning, mate. Thanks for having me. Mate, uh, this first before we get to today, because today's quite important it's a, it's a good race meeting but tomorrow is a bit of a novelty it's the uh, the drivers series uh, at Yugara but it's also to raise money for the relief fund after um, the horrendous floods we had in, in New South Wales over the last sort of 18 months it must be good to get out there not only with the high class range of boys and girls driving in the same races but also to uh, to back what's been a, a pretty tough time for everybody involved in the regions. Yeah, definitely. I think that's the um, most important thing is to try and get out there. And, um, you know, obviously with the flood flood relief and they got hit really bad, Yugara. So if we can get get out there and bring a few extra people along and um, hopefully have a good day's racing and, and raise a bit of much-needed funds so they can sort of start the long journey of putting everything back together again. Always funny races, aren't they, internet? I would in, invited drivers' races because you, you sort of end up driving for people you may not have driven for much before. Exactly, you know, yeah, obviously these these drivers' invitation, whether you sort of get on or you're a junior driver, you know, they're always a good experience. You meet different people and drive for people that you don't probably normally would drive for and um, you never know what might spark up out of that. So it's um, it's always good to get out there and, and see some different faces and, and meet some different people. Mate, you're driving for Brett Hutchins tomorrow in one of the races and you're driving for, for Wendy Turnbull in another one. Have you had a steer for either of them before? Yeah, well, I've... Um, I've had a few drives for Brett Hutchings. I actually carry trained one for him for, for a while there too. So I know Bretto, he does a good job. And I've actually never driven one for, for Wendy. Um, so it'd be really good to, to get on that one and see what we can do. Mate, it's also the, the Diggers Cup is there tomorrow. Um, yeah, you're driving one for Ben Satree, who I, I presume you haven't driven for much before either. So um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a fun day out, isn't it? It's, it's, it's a, such a special day to Australians and, and to, to all of us from Australasia. Um, obviously, you can't start to after lunchtime, and yeah, I think a few people will be getting along there and, and using it as the focal point of not only a chance to raise money, but a focal point of getting together with the community on Anzac Day. Yeah, like I said, it's it's a day that everyone circles in the calendar and, and everyone wants to get around, so it's a good day to, to get out the Yagara and um, and I have a few drinks and have a feed and watch some good hard racing, and um, yeah, it'd be good to get out there. Before then, mate, we head to Menangle this afternoon. Kicks off at one twenty-two, and yeah, it's a real beauty for for a Monday afternoon. Obviously, we don't have this quality of horse racing that often in the state on a Monday. You and Kerry Ann have military merit in the first on the card. It's a two-year-old trot. Now, you guys have had a bit of success 
with two-year-old trotters in the last five years. But for the punters, Robbie, um, they really are a have a bet and cross your fingers type thing. Yes, it's um, it's really score up and hope with the two-year-old trotters at some point. But no, we've been very lucky. We've been fortunate enough to have some nice ones. And I, I think this fella today, he's touch and go. He can His manners can let him down sometimes. But um, when he trots, he's probably as good as one we've had in the last couple of years, I think that's for sure. Okay, he's been to Bendigo, so how does a horse like him end up going to Bendigo, then back to New South Wales? He was sort of ready to race about a month ago, and he, um, he trialled up an angle and went sort of 2-1, I think he went, and um, he felt really good, and there wasn't anything on in Sydney for him, and he's Vic bred. Um, so being Vic bred, we thought we might just send him over the border to see if we could grab his Vic bred bonus, but... As it turns out, with Trotters, that's the, the occasion sort of got to him a little bit. He was a long way away from home, and Kerry said he was shine at everything, and shine at the clerk of the courses, and he he had a great time away, but his concentration was was definitely he had his worst manners on show. So he, he bundled it up that time, but he's come home and he's freshened up really nice, and his work's been good. So hopefully, back to his home track, he'll just sort of do his job, and if he does that, I think he'll be hard to beat. Mate, you would know the horses around him because obviously um, most of them would have had to trial at Menangle before racing today. What do you make of the opposition and do you think you can have them covered? Uh, yeah, look, I, I think he's I think he's a quality cult, my fella. Um, McDowell's run has been trialling trial, fairly good. Um, he's had a couple of trials the last couple of weeks. He looks like he's pretty professional and he does a good job. Um, Blake Fitzpatrick's got three in it. You can never count them out, you know, Blake does a really good job with his trotters. Um, they probably, on, on times in their trials, they haven't probably gone what my fella's gone, but I don't think they've really been asked to either. So you've got to sort of allow that. You know, the trials and races are two different things. But, you know, I think um, it's an even enough trot. And like we all know with these two-year-old trotters, it comes down to who does what right. Mate, the second on the card is for the three-year-old trotters. And, look, I'm a Gypsy Queen's had plenty of chances. Uh, but she's showing some ability, and this is not a strong field. Yeah, well, normally should these three-year-old trot races are one really strong race with probably uh, London to a brick, what's up, party time, and out of Aaron Jensen are probably the best three, and they run first three every week. But this week's different because they've split them up, and they've made a, a winner's race and a maiden sort of race out of the two. That's how they split them. Um, you were very right when you said Gypsy's had more than enough chances to win a race. She just hasn't been able to get there. One thing she will do is she'll trot all day. She'll get the 2300. She lacks that little bit of top-end speed. Um, but, you know, in these sort of three-year-old races, at least she's racing like-for-like like horses. Um, probably gets a chance there today to, to be on the bunny and trot along in the 30 and a half quarters and make it a bit of a staying test and see if she can hold on. In the third on the card, again, for the three-year-old trotters, and this is for the ones who have won races, you have a decent horse in Elder Baron Jensen. Well, this is a nice horse, and, and often this sort of horse uh, would be one of the better three-year-olds in New South Wales. But for a small field, there's actually a bit of talent here. Moonwalker, a, a rare trotter for Belinda McCarthy, and James Rattray's got London to a brick racing in super form. Um, you've probably turned up in what may develop into be not a bad three-year-old trotting crop. Yeah, definitely. Well, we don't we'll sort of know a hell of a lot about Moonwalk. It, it raced first time last week and and won very convincingly, but I don't know if it was the strongest form line. The, the two that have really showed up are probably London to a brick and, and 
and um, and Ricky Alchins also. I don't think he's in today, but they're the two. So it'll be interesting to see how Moonwalker goes in them. And out of Aaron Jensen's been ultra consistent. Like you said, probably any other year he'd probably be one of the best. But you know that London Tour brick. He's a pace and bread trotter, and um, I'm a big fan of them pace and bread trotters when they when they trot. They're um, awfully strong and they're awfully fast. And, and Jimmy Rat's done a really good job with him. He's um, just keeps turning up and. It'll be an interesting sort of clash to see how Moonrake, Moonwalker sort of balances up to him. Also in the race is tougher for Ricky Elchin and you know, beautifully bred and it's, it's had the one start for a big win last campaign. Um, looking at the rest of the day, Robbie, is there, is there one you've got around you? You've got a couple of long odds type drives. Have you got one that the listeners can have a bet on? I think after the first three races it's going to be character building. Um, but Vanette is a little filly. She's no star. These APG races get really strong towards the back end of the card. Um, may join where she is if she can run the rail and follow her helmet. She might be an outside place chance, but I think after the first three races, we'll be just doing our best to hug the rail and hold on to these better tails. Mate, you've, you've got a bunch of nice open class trotters in the stable for you and Kerry Ann at the moment, but it seems it's quite a tricky grade uh, at at Menangle at the moment, like Sunny G's doing its usual good job and Phoebe Onyx is, is a decent type of horse and Red Harbour, who won the week before, started favourite in the trot on Saturday night. But when you go through horses like a regal attire, who was really good the other day, stress factor now in Sydney, there's actually a little bit more depth. Maybe not as open class stars, I would have thought, Robbie, but you had the funky monkeys and those sort of horses and there's not a lot of easy kills at Menangle on a Saturday night at the moment for the Trotters. No, no, the Trotters have, um, it's really good to see, you know, the Trotters have got stronger every year and, and, and more clients are looking to purchase them because they're racing for such good money against the same sort of horses everywhere. The only problem is that the fields are getting stronger. Sort of years ago, you'd buy one and if you had the, the best Trotter, you'd be the best Trotter for three months where now, with the way they're all filtering through, um, you know, it all comes down to barrier draws. They're getting probably a bit more like the pace as it comes down to barrier draws and and sort of how the races run and the tempos of the race. So, yeah, it's really good. It's um, it's a good problem to have. Obviously, we're lucky with, you know, Febionics and Sunny G's and Funky Monkeys and Red Harbour's probably got a few more Tuesdays he can go through as well. So um, we've got a couple of really nice open sort of class trotters and, you know, the beauty of Menangle is a racer for such good money is as long as they get there and be consistent, they're always walking home with a check. On Saturday night, we saw a, a pretty good horse. I think he's going to end up a grand circuit horse and can't find a better man winning at Menangle. But your horse, Porto Prince, was second. And look, his improvement, his, his curve over the last probably eight months has been absolutely massive. Do you see him ending up as a regular Saturday night free-for-all horse? Yeah, definitely. He's probably sort of... We're just gently, you know, he's come so far so quick, you know, we don't want to sort of put him in too deep a company so we're just been sort of dipping his toe in and out of the water and um, obviously can't find a better man. He, he's a really classy horse and yeah, you know, we stuck to him as good as we could and we fought off the rest nice so you know, Port-au-Prince is going to be a really nice free-for-all horse, just it's going to take him a while to get used to that sort of racing because, you know, he was down south in New Zealand for, for quite some time and and he sort of really adapted to the mile racing really good here in Sydney. And he went to the Renshaw Cup and, you know, with the benefit of the barrier draw and the rail, which, you know, as well as me, that's that's like gold sometimes around them half-mile tracks. He was able to sort of 
put his right foot forward there too. So we'll probably just dip his toe in and out of the Saturday night grade. And he may come to Brisbane with Pete said so in another sort of six weeks just to see how he goes as a stand and start Radcliffe Cup, which I think might suit him and um, a few other little races. So he might sort of go to the carnival up there and just sort of look after him and see how he holds his head up against them horses. Mate, looking forward to seeing uh, how the team goes up in Brisbane. Mate, have a good day today. Good luck with the trotters, and particularly you on the first. And, yeah, enjoy yourself at your garage. Hopefully you get a chance to, to put the driving bag in the back of the car and you've got a designated driver. You can pop away and have an Anzac Day beer. Trying to con the old man to drive me there and back so I can put an Esky in for the way home. Well, if anybody can, it'll be you. That's Robbie Morris. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Robbie. Dr- arriving today at Menangle. We have a, a bumper Monday afternoon car, but he'll be one of our invited drivers for uh, the relief fund meeting at Ugarra tomorrow to try and raise some money for what's been a pretty tough time for the regions in the last 18 months, and particularly in the last six. So Jack Callaghan is going to be heading to Menangle today. He'll also be part of that driver's series at Ugarra tomorrow. So, Jack, good morning, mate. Thanks for taking the time to join us. Yeah, not all right, mate. Good morning. Mate, you had a bit of a spin round Gloucester Park about 10 days ago. Now you're in second in a million-dollar race. What did you make of going to WA and and being the, the caretaker trainer and the driver for Spirit of St. Louis? Because it's a very different type of racing to what you'd be used to at the highest level in New South Wales because Gloucester Park and Menangle, very different tracks. Yeah, it was a really enjoyable experience, Mick. Uh, had a lot of fun over there and learned a lot as well. And, um, you know, able to run second only just going down um, in that million-dollar race. So it was a you know, good trip all in all. And hopefully we got back there one day. He doesn't win a lot of races on the Grand Circuit Spirit of St. Louis, Jack, but he's, um, he's probably helping to pay for your car or whatever you spend your money on because, I tell you what, he, he doesn't mind running second or third in a million-dollar race. Yeah, that's right. He's won well over a million dollars now and um, I've been lucky enough to be driving him for a large portion of that now, so he's uh, you know, been a great horse for my career as well as my pocket. <laughs> Mate, uh, today we head to Menangle. It's sort of hard to get drives at Menangle today because the fields are so small. But but you're on a on a lovely horse in Peaceful. Now Peaceful's always been a good filly, and is now trained by your boss Belinda McCarthy. And it's up against Jewel Melody today. What have you made? What did you make a Peaceful last time out? Because uh, obviously she's a horse you've known well when trained by Cameron Ross. Do you think she's in a good place heading into a tricky race today? Yeah, definitely. She she was really good last start um, after a bit of a freshen up and she seems to have come on a fair bit uh, since that run with a nice tick over trial in between as well. So, um, as you said, she's a quality filly and looks very hard to beat. What do you make of the race? Because Jewel Melody, uh, the last time they met at Menangle, was too good for her. But you've got the inside draw over her, and what effectively looks a race in two. So how do you see it going this afternoon? Do you see yourself leading on Peaceful and parking Jewel Melody? And if you do that, can you beat Jewel Melody? Because the last time you tried that, um, Jewel Melody got home over the top of her. Yeah, 
That was uh, two starts ago, that race you're referring to, Mick, when Jewel Melody beat her, and then last start they both raced against each other, and um, my filly got the better of her, so um, they're obviously both great fillies, um, and it, you know, it, it does look a, very much a race in two, but with the barrier draw advantage um, to myself, it, uh, yeah, I'd say I'd be the one to beat in this scenario. Okay, so you'd be hoping to, to get the lead, Jack, and, and stay there? Yeah, I think so. She she's got great gate speed, so um, you'd expect all the ones to the inside be happy to take a trail. So yeah, she'll be heading forward and um, being driven confidently. Mate, in the next on the card, you're on a horse who falls in beautifully to the series, Madrid, who's been uh, outstanding two year old, outstanding three year old. Now she's a four year old mare, and she's rated a 109 horse up against horses rated in their 50s, 60s, and even some 40s, so I would have thought she'll have too much gate speed and she'd be winning. Yeah, it does look that way on paper, Mick. As you said, she's been a great filly and now mayor throughout her whole career. And, you know, she's won over $300,000 now, so she's got good gate speed and she looks the class runner on the race, so you expect her to be winning. The last race on the card, the four-year-old boys race, is actually a pretty good race, so I thought um, Lightning Dan would usually be a hot favourite of these situations, but my ultimate Ronnie uh, for Jared and, and Cameron was so good in the Riverina races. Um, what do you make of them head-to-head? And by no means are they the only chances because Beach Villa's a, a pretty decent horse too, although not rated as highly as them. You've got barrier one with Lightning Dan, and my ultimate Ronnie, who likes to lead, has got barrier four. Talk us through how you see race eight going early this evening. Um, you know, both horses are in pretty good form. Um, Lightning Dan had to do a fair bit of work. I um, mean, the last time they met, and obviously Ronnie was able to win that championship at Wagga and do it really impressively. So um, I'd probably expect that, um, you know, would be trailing in him and definitely run top two. If, you know, we're obviously going to have our chance, but. Um, I'd probably expect Ronnie to, you know, probably have a, just a slight class advantage over my boy. Mate, you're heading to your Garrett Amo to drive at the, uh, the the drivers' invitation races, and we're talking to Robbie Morris before. And in these races, you often end up driving for people you probably haven't driven much for in the past. Um, you're driving for for a couple of people who haven't seen your name against their horses much in the past. You're, you're looking forward to getting out there and having a spin around on what's probably going to be a, a pretty cool day for the industry and the community? Yeah, no doubt. It, it's uh, you know, a great initiative that's been put on by the club and Harness Racing East as well to raise some vital funds for extremely good cause. And, um, you know, it's great that they've got people from all over the state going to drive these horses and hopefully put on a, a good show for what... You know, it's been heard about to be a good crowd, so I hope for some good weather and you know, it should be a great day out. Robbie Morris mentioned before that he'll be heading to Queensland with Pete Sedso and maybe some from his stable in about six weeks' time. Is that somewhere you see yourself being over the winter, driving for Belinda and or Luke, or is it a case that they don't mind a bit of Queensland and getting up there, so um, you might need to stay home and do the Menangle thing. How do you see winter panning out for Jack Callaghan? 
No, I'd, I'd definitely be expecting to go up there, Mick. Um, just mostly throughout the carnival. Um, probably, you know, more just come back and forth for the drives and things like that. Um, you know, peaceful after this series, she'll be targeting the Queensland Oaks up there. Um, Spirit of St. Louis will be going back up for the feature races for him. And, you know, hopefully we've got a couple others for the Derby and things like that. So... Um, yeah, definitely looking forward to getting back up there. I had a good time last year, and it's always a really strong competitive racing for good money. So, um, yeah, as, as a young fella, Jack, it, it, is it a case that chasing those carnivals like you and Cameron Hart seem to be doing and, and driving at those good carnivals and just having the experience of those carnivals means more to you, even at this early stage of your career, than, say, racking up 100, 200 a season or whatever that, that number may be in New South Wales, because you still drive a lot, but obviously you're probably missing... You might be missing 15 Saturday nights, I suppose, at Menango over the course of a season because you're away with the good horses. Is that more what floats your boat? Yeah, definitely. Obviously, it's a bit of a juggling act. You don't want to... Um you know, keep walking away from your week-in, week-out drives in Sydney and the trainers that are loyal to you and and things like that. But it's also, you know, extremely important that if you're given opportunities in these high-level races for good money, you know, you've got to be taking them. So, it, um, you know, if, as we saw last week with Cameron and myself when we, you know, got one, two in Perth at, obviously panned out that night and um, although there's plenty of costs involved with travelling and things like that, if you can sneak a big one, it, it, uh, as you mentioned before, it's good for the pocket. Jack, all the invited drivers tomorrow have a supporter or a sponsor um, for, for the day out at Ugaria. Who, who's who's behind you for tomorrow's, tomorrow's, tomorrow's Invitational Driver Series? Uh, to be completely honest, I can't remember. Um, I think. Don't worry, Jack. We can find out. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing a photo of my colours, and I'm pretty sure they're bright orange, so you won't be able to miss me anyway. But um, you know, there's obviously plenty of great sponsors for each of the drivers, and um, they've all donated a lot of money for a good cause. So you know, I can't thank them all enough. Well, mate, we'll be uh, we'll be looking forward to seeing you in your bright orange colours, your orange high-vis vest-type colours tomorrow at Yagara, mate. Um, get round safe this afternoon at Menangle and yeah, get safely to Yagara and around there tomorrow, mate. No worries. Thanks, mate. Going to be a great series tomorrow at Yagara. It's a bit of fun um, with Cameron Hart and Jack Gallagher, Robbie Morris and Will Rickson from, uh, from the Sydney Menangle track taking on the likes of Grace Pinella and... Blake Hughes and Brett Booty Hewitt's going to be there, Nathan Turnbull, Amanda Turnbull and, and Matt Rue. So yeah, individual sponsors for um, for each driver and a chance to raise some money for the relief fund out there at Ugara tomorrow. That'll be a regular, or replacing a regular Tuesday afternoon meeting at Menangle, which bounces to today. Talking about Menangle today, um, Blake Fitzpatrick, whenever we line up the young trotting horses, he always is a factor, and he's got three and the first on the card, which goes at 1.22. I think we have him on the phone now. Good morning to you, Blake. Uh, good morning, Mick. 
Mate, thank you for joining us. I know it's a busy start to the day for you at Menangle. You have three in the first race on the card. Two-year-old trotters, something you've had a lot of success with. In the past, I've found with your ones, Blake, you don't rush them. They're not knocked around at the trials. So often they go to the races and they improve as they go along. Would that be a fair assessment? Yeah, I think so, Mick. Possibly the way we train at home and uh, the way we drive them in the trials, we just leave plenty of improvement for them. And it's quite a long season for the two-year-old trotters. So, yeah, we try not to peak them too early. Okay. First on the card today, you've got Malibu, Loving Hope, and Valtino. What's your best hope today, as much as anybody can tell with a two-year-old trotter? Yeah, look, they're three different horses. Um, Malibu, the filly I'm driving, she's drawn the best. She's drawn barrier one. Uh, she's quite a nice filly. I like her. She's got really good speed, and she's got good gate speed mix, so she should be able to put herself in a good position. Uh, Love and Hope, she's improving. She's getting better with the trials, and it's probably a filly that will get better as the season goes on. And the other horse, the Colt, uh, Valtino, I quite like him too. He's, both his trials at Menangle have been pretty impressive and he's improved a lot in a very short period. So, yeah, I think he's got a really good chance today also. OK, if you were to guess which one's going to finish the top of your three? Oh, look, obviously from the draw, I'd probably have to pick Malibu. Um, yeah, both the trials have been impressive. But, yeah, I think Valtino's a horse to keep following through the series, Mick. Uh, the second race is the maiden three-year-old trot, and therefore it's not overly strong. You've got a horse called, I think this is La Pies, or La Pies. Um, it's really well-bred out of a horse who won a harness jewels in New Zealand and, and has left some decent horses. So I would have thought um, this horse might have some ability. What has it shown you so far? And more importantly for our listeners, Blake, can you win the second on the card at Angle today? Uh, yeah, I think so, Mick. He's a horse, another horse that's improved uh, improved a lot over the last month. Um, he's always shown good natural ability. He's just been quite a handful and taken me some time to get him going. We've had him since he's yearling. But, yeah, he's quite strong and he's got good speed as well. So looking at that field today, it's definitely a winnable race. It's a very even field and he's drawn well. So, yeah, I think he's got a good chance of winning. The third on the cards are vastly different races. This is the three-year-old trotters who have won before. And you have Vitilius in the race, who, who's a, a really nice horse. It's had two victories. But, man, this is a strong field for only seven horses on a Monday afternoon. Yeah, absolutely, Mick. It's a really strong field. There's probably four really smart three-year-olds in the field. And he, Vitilius is a horse. He showed good ability at two. And he's just had a few niggling issues with preparation. But he's... His work since his last run has been better, so I expect him to run an improved race today. But, yeah, he will have to improve to match it with them better trotters. You've got uh, Castella de Lacqua in the fourth on the card. and uh, It's not an intimidatingly strong gold bullion race, but it's still not easy. No, no, it's, um, it's quite a handy field. And I think Promised Land's drawn the pole, so she's going to be quite hard to beat. But, yeah, these small fields can be quite tricky. Uh, but she's a filly. She's been very unlucky not to have won a race. Her form's quite quite good, this preparation. And, yeah, I, I give her a good chance today. Just need need a little bit of tempo on that tour, which sometimes doesn't occur in these small fields. Well, there'll be tempo in race five because Peaceville will go forward and Bernie Hewitt will probably go forward on dual melody and sit outside it. But 
you're on Alabama Miss, and I would have thought, Blake, it's a case for all the other drivers in this race. Just trying to keep on the back of the other two might get you sucked into third. Yeah, absolutely. Mick, um, the two, the other two fillies look at class above, but yeah, stranger things have happened, I guess. So um, it's only a small field, and we should get a good trip. So yeah, hopefully we can get in the money somewhere. Mate, away from the harness racing team, which will be busy enough today, um, how's the gallopers going? Because you and your wife have, uh, I think last time you told me you had about six gallopers in work at that stage. Um, how's that sort of the business going? Uh, yeah, they're good, Nick. We haven't had any race probably a month now, but we've got some runners over the weekend. So, yeah, we've got probably around eight in work at the moment and, yeah, a few, few handy prospects there. So hopefully we can get a few winners. Mate, I'm going back to Saturday nights at Menangle heading up. Just for people who, who want to have a bet on a Saturday and they, they see these horses and recognise their name from what they hear on the radio, I thought Jazzy Star, who you've been driving for Trevor Monday, and a horse of your own while he's a rock star, I thought they're both horses who, who might have a win or another win because Jazzy Star won last Saturday. So they might have a few decent Saturday night chances coming up pretty shortly. Yeah, definitely, Mick. They're both consistent metropolitan horses and rarely run a bad race so jazzy stars in probably career best form and yeah wow he's a rock star he's a really consistent horse so yeah they're both both good horses to be following through the through the metro meeting mate i know it's always a fun day when you take these horses to the races for the first time um good luck with the four debutants today that's a it's a lot of a lot of energy and a lot of head scratching goes on training four young trotters on <laughs> your first day out at the office, Blake. So let's hope they all get round. I'm sure one's probably going to have a gallop, but we'll be looking forward to seeing how they progress um, with about eight months of the two-year-old and three-year-old seasons to go. Yeah, no, definitely, Mick. It's an exciting time of year, and with these young horses that you haven't raced, you just never really know what you've got till you start racing them. So hopefully we've got a, got a top liner there somewhere. Mate, looking forward to that, and also the gallopers going around on the weekend. Mate, good luck. Thanks, Nick. Thank you. Blake Fitzpatrick talking to us about the four debutantes. That's a lot of trotters to debut on a Monday afternoon at Menangle. So just to clarify, Monday afternoon Menangle racing today. That's incredibly rare, and the reason for that is we head to Yagara tomorrow for their flood relief meeting. We're going to uh, have a chance to raise some funds there, just to raise awareness and, and for some of our in, uh, invited drivers to get together and drive for trainers they wouldn't usually drive for. So we covered that off yesterday with McDumasy and, and, and Fred Hastings, just how big a deal it is. If you want more information about that, harness.org.au, harness.org.au has all the information about what's going to be going on there tomorrow, more immediately Odds for a really strong, small but strong, meeting today at Menangle are available on tab.com.au. Thanks for joining us to talk harness racing on this Monday morning. I trust you have a great week. Brittany Graham will be back with the next on the pace. That'll be at 10.30 on Wednesday morning.